0: Welcome to J.D. Inspo Podcast. I am your host, Janae Dempsey. J.D. Inspo Podcast is a safe space for women all around to come together to be inspired, motivated, and uplifted. Most importantly, we will talk about self-care, self-love, and many ways you can elevate to the highest version of yourself. So sit back, relax, and tune in. Hello, you guys. Welcome to season four, episode eight of JD and Spoke podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, be sure to follow me on Instagram at JDN Spoke underscore to stay connected with me and to see more of what I do. Today's podcast episode is titled as The Woman Behind the Brand featuring Dia. So Dia, I actually met her via Instagram a little while ago and we've stayed connected ever since and she's kind of supported me in my journey. So you'll hear more about what she does shortly. So if you don't have anything planned or going on the 29th, which is this Saturday, I would definitely encourage you to come out to a free event. All you have to do is get your ticket through Eventbrite. This is a reflection and empowerment event. I will be one of the guest speakers there. It's from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. If you're in the Philly area, just check out the information on Eventbrite and purchase a free ticket. I hope you'll join me. JD and Spill Podcast is at 3.5k listens. And again, I want to thank everyone who is consistently tuning in. I hope that my podcast is motivating and inspiring you in some way to just stay consistent in your journey. I know we are close to finishing out the year pretty much. It's been one heck of a year, the months have been going by pretty quick. We're about to go into November as we were just beginning October. It's kind of crazy but I do hope that you're staying consistent in your journey. You know rest if you need to but don't stop whatever it is that you're doing. There's still amazing things that can happen in this few months and I want you to truly make the best of it for yourself and you know I thank you all for just you know showing me love and support always because it means a lot because my podcast would not be in existence without you. I wouldn't reach my consistently if you didn't tune in and listen. And like I said, you can be anywhere else, you know, tuning into something else, but you come here consistently and listen. So I really do wholeheartedly appreciate that. and want to thank you guys. Let's dive into today's episode. Guys, on this podcast episode today, me Dia. So me and her actually met via social media and we've kind of stayed connected since then. We've made amazing connections off of social media. She has supported me in my events and I kind of wanted to bring her onto this podcast episode today to kind of share the amazing things that she is doing. So Dia, I first and foremost want to thank you for coming on to today's podcast episode.
1: Oh no, thank you. Thank you. I'm super excited.
0: Oh, yes. I'm so grateful to have you here. So we're um, into this today, guys. So I hope you guys will stay connected with her beyond this podcast episode. So starting off, Dia, just tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from.
1: So my name is Dia Jacobs, like she said, and I'm from West Philadelphia, um, a little area called Down the Bottom. Most people may know it, but that's pretty much where I'm from, Um, the university section of the city. But a lot of people call it down the bottom.
0: <laughs> okay. And then the main thing we want to talk about is your clothing brand, because I know that's what you're really big into. So tell us about your clothing brand, when you decided to start this, your reason behind doing it, and your mission with your clothing brand. Yes.
1: Yeah, so my brand is called House Adia, and House Adia is a fashion brand. Our goal when I first created this brand was to motivate, elevate, and inspire people. And it's still that. It has just transformed into its own way. Um, I decided to start my clothing brand brand in May of 2017. Yes, May 2017. And I wanted to create a brand that was multifunctional, like for the everyday girl and guy on the go. At the mm-hmm. time, I was a full time student. I was working full time and I was an entrepreneur. I was wardrobe styling before I actually dived into being my own, you know, boss and, you know, creating house idea. But I needed my clothes to go from day to night. OK, and that's literally how it started.
0: Nice. So before, prior to having your fashion brand that you have out now, now going back to what you mentioned, you were doing fashion wardrobe now, was that something you were like most passionate about, you know, before you started your fashion brand?
1: So yes. When I, my first ever retail job was at a store called Ann Taylor, which was downtown. It's not there anymore. And I was a sales associate, but we had to be able to dress the clients when they came in, we had a client book and, the clients that would come in would spend thousands of dollars and they would frequent the store so mm-hmm. you do that person's style immediately as they were as they walked in and also through working with them and i just remember getting so good at it and moving on to uh what is it visual merchandising where you're dressing the mannequin and you're setting the uh mannequins for the store okay i got okay. so good at it that they started to refer me like the clients would refer me to other people that lived in House Square and it just took off from me. Nice.
0: nice that's pretty interesting that you have that experience because I think it was something I probably would have loved to try like <laughs> earlier on in life but it just was something I never really pursued so we know it's called House of Diaz so what made you decide to give that unique name to your fashion brand? I wanted
1: to create a brand that embodied me and I mm-hmm. wanted in it my best friend she actually was the one who like stayed up with me on the phone so like three four o'clock in the morning and we were just shooting out names and I was like I want to have house in it and she was like well how about Dea house of quadia which is actually my government name it's mm-hmm. but she was also party and I was like wait how about house of Dea and it just stuck it literally just stuck but I I wanted my brand to embody me and everything I loved so we came up with House of Dia.
0: Yes, I love it. So what are the things that you sell to your customers?
1: So the products and the items that we sell are dress wetsuits, hoodies, pretty much anything, jumpsuits, uh, T-shirts, a variety of different things.
0: Nice. And what would you say is, like, one of your favorite pieces or product from your um, fashion brand that you enjoy the most? Ah. Oh. Lately,
1: it's been our mesh dresses. Um, okay. Lately, it's been the mesh dresses. Everyone loves the the mesh. Um, but before, it's just always been our, our tees. Our t-shirts and hoodies have been like the best seller, the go-to items. Nice. Um, always buy when they shop with me.
0: Nice. And I know we're going, well, we're basically in the fall season. Are you coming out with like new and different, exciting, like uh, where for people to um, purchase and buy, or what are you kind of brainstorming with it?
1: Yes. So I just recently dropped part one of the fall collection, which is our Sin Nudes collection. So it's a play on different uh, shades of nude. Okay. And the fall colors, like an olive green sweatsuit. Um, so that part one of the collection has dropped and people are loving it, which is making me happy, making me happy because it was supposed to come out but I I kept pushing it back and pushing it back Uh, so I'm very happy um, about the response I'm getting with Good. this part one of the collection. Um, part two will be coming out in November, which is when we are getting more into like the cranberries and burgundies and wines. Okay, Black, more of that color. Okay, so I'm loving the aesthetic
0: of this. How you have it like in coordination and how you want to do things. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. So, um, what is like one of the most common things that customers purchase from your website?
1: The most common thing I would say is our Tees, our, our tees and our sweatsuits. Okay. It's a cross between nice. those two. Okay,
0: nice. And how do your customers feel when they're wearing House Adia? Like, what are they saying about it when they're wearing your clothing brand?
1: They love it. Our biggest compliment that we get is the quality. And that was something that I worked very hard on when I first launched House Adia. I won't lie, the quality was a little cheap. Um, mm-hmm. But as I improved and really de- and got dedicated to providing that quality to my customers, it's literally the quality people love how the fabric feels on their skin. Also, I focus on covering those areas that women or men may not like mm-hmm. or want to show. So mm-hmm. those those two, the quality and how we have things placed and high waisted uh, jumpsuits and swimsuits, those are the things that people really admire and appreciate
0: yeah and I love that I love the two things that you mentioned just about like quality and then also you know making it a thing where people are comfortable to wear your clothing because some people do have body insecurities and so I think those are like the main two things that are important to attract customers especially with your fashion brand and you're doing just that you're making sure that everyone feels okay in your clothing it's covering up those insecurities that anyone may experience, and I think quality of clothing is so important. Um, and it's good that you got started, even though in the beginning it was a process, you know. And then you kind of figured out, okay, I have to find different, you know, things to kind of make this, you know, a unique experience when people are wearing my items. So I think that's so important, and that you value that for your customers because that's going to always get them to come back to purchase what you have. Um, what would you say have been some strength and challenges that you faced in the process
1: to having your own clothing brand? Oh my God, where do I start? It's been so <laughs> Um, I would say some of the strengths that I have, i faced um, when it comes to, you know, owning my own clothing brand was I learned to have discipline. Mm-hmm. I've learned to move my thinking to solution-based thinking. Um, so when a problem comes up, I'm like, okay, how can we fix it? I don't dwell on the problem like I used to. Um, and just being better with networking with people and speaking up, that used to be something that I lacked and really wouldn't want to do. But having a clothing brand, it forces you to step outside of your comfort zone um, mm-hmm. and realize that you have to be uncomfortable get comfortable. Um, some yeah. of the challenges I've faced would be... oh. Some of the challenges I faced would be finances. Like in the beginning, I didn't have the money to do what I wanted to do. But you know, you have to start where you are. Mm-hmm. Also, with marketing, sometimes um, just marketing your brand and really putting it out there can be challenging, especially if you don't have the right tools or you don't you don't know like what to do. And that ties into like not having a mentor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll find that a lot of people that you see doing what you're doing they're not in the space where they want to help like they're not when it comes to giving that advice a lot of them would rather not so that mm-hmm. can be a little frustrating but i would say you know you you just keep going and you figure it out if it's, it's some, if it's something you really want you'll figure it out so i think that was like a challenge just realizing like oh my god I'm really out here by myself. Like, I I don't have any help. (laughs) Yeah, no.
0: no, And I definitely agree. And going back to that, like you said, you always look for, like you know, ways to solve whatever the issue is and kind of knowing that everything is figure outable. I know that's probably not really a word, but I classify that as a word because everything is always easy to figure out if you're diligent about it. And I like that, you know, you are able to take whatever problems arise and you try your best to say, okay, how can we fix this? How can we make this work? And also just going to the point that you made about when you're starting out fresh in the process and you try to get help from people. And some people are opposed to giving you the help. And I've experienced that firsthand too when I first started out doing the things that I'm doing where I would ask people just certain general questions and it would seem like they didn't really want to answer those questions for me. And now that I'm in the space and I'm not saying I'm exactly where I want to be, I love helping people because I remember being a person that started out fresh and just not being sure, not having all the resources, not having you know, the financial means and things but it's good that you got started and you kind of just took what you had and i'm pretty sure that your brand is like so much well off than what it is when you first started and i think it's about that diligence and that consistency which you do for yourself because because i see you market yourself literally every day whether it's through reels you're doing quick videos and that consistency is so important with just marketing what it is that you have to offer because if you're not marketing these things how else would people know what you have to offer to them yes um and the next question I would love to ask you is where do you see your brand in the next five years
1: in the next five years I see how Sadia having a store space front and just being big like being more well known having our own store just growing more as well um Yeah, doing more partnerships, more brand deals, things like that. Like just put my brand out there a little bit more, but definitely getting front is on is number one on the list. Yes, just keep
0: manifesting it and I'm sure you're gonna come back and listen to this podcast in a few years and be (laughs) like, I literally manifested this thing. It's gonna happen, just keep staying consistent to that vision so tell us about experiences with doing a fashion show to show off your brand because I know you have done that in the past and then let us know if you have any upcoming fashion
1: shows or anything with your brand so my experience with doing fashion shows when I first started it was a little bit rough I won't lie it was a little bit rough because you meet people who do not have that much experience in putting on productions when it comes to fashion shows. So they can be really unorganized and really chaotic. But as I've grown, cause it is levels you do have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. I I've grown to love it. Um, when you, when you're a part of a production that's, that's run properly and it's organized, it's such a beautiful thing. I still get nervous just because I'm sensitive about my work so mm-hmm. you know just seeing my collection go down the runway and you you want you want the crowd to love it so I'm still nervous about it but I do love it now I embrace it and I hold my head up high you know when it comes down for the final walk and everything mm-hmm. like that. currently I have no shows um no shows that are coming up right now okay but I will be attending a few de- other designer shows but no shows for me personally mm. Nice. Well, it's
0: good that you've had that experience, though, with doing fashion shows. That is something that I'm pretty sure is not the easiest thing to do and kind of having it all come together into like a dream or reality that you hope for it to be and it's still good that you're making those connections to go to other fashion shows because that's going to inspire you for how you want to do things with your brand the way you want to do your fashion shows in the near future um so how do how does it work with people modeling your stuff like how do you set up to do content do you have like certain days you block off because I know that's a process to have people wear your stuff take pictures and how is that
1: process for you so for me, the process of just putting, you know, the projects together and pieces together is really, I wouldn't say it's challenging because it's something I love to do. But mm-hmm. when it does come to picking models, I use a specific team and this team has been with me since the beginning. Um, they're like family at this point. I do let outsiders or other people that I may not know model for me but you have to have a certain type of motivation drive and you have to be willing to really do it because one of the things that I'm big on is we share networking advice with each other. We also help each other, you know, so the models that I work with now that I've been working with for years, they will, you know, if you're a newer model coming into the, cir- the circle, they will pass on those jobs or those gigs or Hey, mm-hmm. your have to look like this or look like that. So, I'm, I'm really intentional when it comes to letting people model for my brand, because I want to give everybody a chance, but you can't. And you'll learn. You know, I had to learn that. I mm-hmm. had I get to learn that. But putting projects and everything together, it is it's so much fun. It mm-hmm. is so much fun. You get an idea and when you see it come together, it is it is the. It's it's a feeling I can't describe when I see all my pieces come together.
0: (laughs) Nice. Well, I love that. I love that, you know, the people that you work with, they're like family to you. You guys seem to have a really good relationship with one another. And you guys network outside of what you have going on as well. And I think that's so important to to making sure you have the right people in your space Um, for what it is that you're doing because nobody sees your vision just as much as you do but I know you're probably very firm about you know who you allow into your space and to come you know model for your stuff or do whatever so I think those things are you know very important so we've talked a lot about this um, clothing brand let everyone know where they can shop for your clothing
1: at. So you can shop House of on our online boutique which is www.hausadia.com you also can follow us on instagram at i am houseadia and houseadia well at houseadia on instagram
0: okay perfect and then what advice would you offer to someone who is like looking to start a clothing brand but they're just not sure or they're they may just be feeling very like fearful about the idea of doing it what advice would you give to them
1: so, my first advice would be Google. Use Google. Google. Friend. It may not give you the exact answer that you're looking for, but it will lead you in the right direction. I also would say stay consistent. Um, it gets hard, you know, and I know a lot of people like to say, remember your your why, remember your why. But there comes a point in time where your why just is not good enough. And then that discipline you know, kicks in more discipline than anything. So I would just say stay disciplined, stay consistent. Um, and every, like you said, everything's figure outable. So if it's something mm-hmm. you do, you will find it. You mm-hmm. do. Yeah. And
0: I agree definitely about the motivation and discipline because, like you said, sometimes it is hard to remember your why or kind of feeling like your why is just not good enough, especially if things are not going as planned or the way you hope for them to be Um, I think that motivation and discipline will always keep you there to do the things that you're doing so I do like that you share that and you guys make sure you check out her website as well support her in this journey and I'm excited to see where it goes in the next five years are there any other exciting projects that you're working on Dia, right now
1: Yes, so my next business venture that I'm stepping into is opening up my own group home and a group home that's strictly for boys.
0: Nice. So tell us what inspired you to start there or have that be something you want to start next.
1: So on a personal level, I was raised by my grandmother who got me out of foster care when I was eight months old. Mm -hmm. So I like to say that I was one of the lucky ones because I was able to be raised with my family. And that was something that just always stuck with me. I finished, um, I got my bachelor's degree in May um, in social work. So I knew that I wanted to work in the field and I currently work in the field as well, but I wanted to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. Not just for daycare. I wanted to serve a population that really needed help and guidance. And with everything that's going on in Philly, I was like, you know what, let me just, I'm going to follow my gut and open up a group home for boys.
0: Nice. I love that idea. And I know you already mentioned that it's going to be for boys. Um, Do you have any particular ages that you're going to be working with for this group home?
1: So from infancy up until about 15, 16. Okay.
0: Nice. And then what type of services will you offer to these um, boys?
1: So we'll be offering job readiness, um, transitional assistance. So when they age out of the system, they actually have somewhere to go because a lot of kids when they age out at eighteen, they have nowhere to go, literally. So mm-hmm. job readiness, um, educational assistance, transitional assistance, mental health mental health care and regular health care, providing food, shelter of course, just pretty much anything that they need will be there serving.
0: Nice. I love that you're going to offer these wide range of resources for them to have, because I think, especially for that particular age group, it's so important for them to have those things because not a lot of people have those resources in their area. And your group home seems to be offering just that. Have you come up with the name for it or you're kind of still brainstorming that? Yes.
1: Yeah, so the name for it is called Shalane's House. It's named nice. after her mother. Um, like I said before, she raised me and she raised everyone else. I grew up around her watching, grew up around her and watching her raise other people's children as well. So it was, you know, way to continue her legacy.
0: Nice. I love that you're going to carry that legacy for her. And then when do you expect to start the group home? Is it something that's going to, you know, take years in the making or how soon are you looking to start it?
1: So fingers crossed, I hope to be up and running by next year, um, because I'm dealing with children, I just want to make sure my foundation is solid and that we have everything we need before um, just jumping, you know, just before everything we get the, the apartment or the house or whatever the place may be. Um, I just want to make sure my foundation is solid. So next year is where I, I'm aiming for it. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm super excited to see how that
0: just all unfolds. I'm so excited to see you doing things, not just with your clothing brand, but you're also doing things for a younger population of boys that are going to help them to live up to their fullest potential. So I really do admire that. And I hope that everything goes well for you going forward. Um, is there any last thoughts that you want to share with the audience? Any advice you want to offer to them?
1: I would just say you know, like I said before, stay consistent, stay disciplined. It's so much going on out here in this world right now, especially with social media. Stay safe, guys. Um, but if you have a dream, just follow your dream and stay consistent. Stay in your own lane. You know, when I first started House of Dia, I started House of Dia at a time where everyone was doing like sweatsuits and the hoodies and T-shirt thing. And I tried to follow that trend. And it, I hated it and I didn't like it. And yes, I was selling, but I wasn't happy with doing it. And once I start going with my lane and staying, my business began to prosper. And I really understood my style aesthetic and was able to start to grow my brand. So I would just say, whatever it is that you do, do it your way. Do not focus on nobody else. Stay consistent mm-hmm. and you will go far.
0: Yeah. And I love that. I think, you know, sometimes you run in a trial and error where you try certain things and you realize it doesn't work out. But I think it's important, like you said, to kind of be in your own lane to do what it is that you love instead of copying what someone else is doing. Because sometimes the things that may be for you are, um, I mean, maybe for another person may not be for you. And you realize that in the journey of whatever it is that you're doing, even if it's beyond a clothing brand. Um, so I do thank you for sharing that with the audience. Please tell the audience again where they can follow you to stay connected.
1: You guys can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is at I am House of Dia. And then I have House of Dia's regular Instagram, which is at House of Dia underscore.
0: Perfect. And if one more time, if you could just tell them the website for your clothing brand.
1: Yes. And our website is www.houseofdia.com.
0: All right, you guys. So make sure you follow her. Make sure you stay connected with her. Make sure you support her in this journey. And we're going to send nothing but amazing blessings your way as you manifest this group home and bring it into existence next year. But Dia, it was definitely a pleasure speaking to you today. I'm, I'm so excited to see where you're going to go in the future and you definitely have my support 1000%
1: yes thank you so much it was a pleasure speaking with you
0: you're most welcome take care Alright, you guys, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe and send ratings and feedback on this podcast episode. Also, be sure to share with family and friends as well and take care until we meet again.